0: than all hope listeners you're listening to radio grognard the osr podcast about stuff with your host glenn hallstrom hi folks old man grognard here happy thursday and i hope you're all doing well you know i do these shows in a variety of times in the morning but it's always in the morning Although I have done a few in the afternoon, I just like to, you know, get it done, get it out, you know, get it out there, get it ready for the next day and then be on my way. Not that I'm trying to shortchange you guys or anything like that. It's just, that's the way I like to do it. It's top of mind and I want to keep this thing going. You know what I mean? I got a daily show. I want to do a daily show. I'm not going to play around here. So it is the wee hours of the morning right now, around six thirty ish. So I'm a little foggy, but hey, I'm here. I got the caffeine pumping in my veins, so I wanted to talk about different game system. I want to talk a little bit about Savage Worlds today, and I will talk more about that after this. And from what I've seen, changes are rife, but they're all for the better. And I just want to... See, I talk a lot about class of level systems like Dungeons and & Dragons and things like that because that's what I'm most familiar with. In fact, I would if I would have taken a poll, I would say most gamers of a certain age, i.e. me... Would be the most familiar with the Dungeons and Dragons class and level system and fancy and magic and all that kind of stuff. But the newer crowd, they're a little bit more, they're, they're a little bit more varied. I'm more varied, just because I've, I'm a stubborn old fart and want to see different things and see how different things work. You know, back back way back in the day, in my late twenties. Early 30s, I want to say. I got into Champions for 12 years. That was different. That was way different. And there are just things like that. You know, it happens. So you get a better experience. You get a wider variety of games. You do. There are some games that are totally incomprehensible to me. And there are some games that are like falling off a log, like D&D and others, like Champions. And some I just scratch my head at. <laughs> GURPS, I'm looking at you. I mean, it's. I like linear. I like linear stuff. That's why I like Champion so much, because it was a linear progression. DC Heroes was similar. I just didn't, I wasn't able to get into it as much as I wanted to. I wish I would have. Marvel is good, as long as you stick on the chart, because I like things pretty much laid out in front of me. Just To me, the rules are there to facilitate running the game. Not to be a game in and of themselves, if you know what I mean. And I think it's funny that people people think it's funny that I like something like Savage Worlds, which to me is not complicated. But there are things in there that can complicate it, if you know what I mean. But at the same time, I'm all for modular, so I'm not afraid to throw stuff out. And to me, Savage Worlds is fast, furious, and fun, like they say. But what gets me is there's different, there's different mindsets to these different games. like Especially stuff like Champions or a Universal System, where they use one die, one type of die, a D6. Or, a, or there's percentile games out there, like Call of Cthulhu, which are good too. And that makes it even easier for me. I'm not one who dwells on probabilities and things like that and belt curves and stuff. I still think 3d6 and champions is pretty good. Some people say, oh, that's wrong. The bell curve, they should be like different dice and stuff. No, 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 no. Just one die to rule them all. That's cool. Now, Savage Worlds has the other dice, which I like. But they have a unique way of doing the dice. Going by dice type, I think is great. I think it's a stroke of genius. Uh, dice pool games—I guess this could be a dice pool game. I don't know, but dice pool games are all right too. I mean, star, D6 Star Wars is another one with all D6s, which is—it is a tra- to me—it's a traditional dice pool game because you're dealing with pools of dice rather than dice themselves but i do like the fact that that savage worlds does this thing about starting go from d4 to d12 in abilities and you're dealing with the die not what's on the die i mean you are when you play but i think you know what i mean you're tra- and as much as i hate to to do like difficulty numbers and such, I'll do it for I'll do it for certain games if it's in. Tr- okay, try and follow me on this. I will do tests. I will do difficulty numbers that the GM has to set if they're one generalized. Like okay, a hard thing is over five, or an easy thing is over five, a hard thing is over twenty, and da 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 da. So, it's easier, it's just, I can go, I can look like 5, 10, 15, 20, okay, fine, no problem. And, if it's intrinsic to the game, I think there are some times, I think a lot of times in the earlier editions of D&D, and the current one, you're asking me to set a difficulty number, and I just, I, it feels redundant. It, it really does. Being a child of the earlier editions of D&D, where you just dealt with stat rolls, saves, and modifiers to those. I think the advantage-disadvantage mechanic is great. I just don't... I, I'd rather just do plus or minus things. And those are the kind of things I can do on the fly. I can't... I had trouble with some games where it's like, oh, you you must put a difficulty level on this and they wouldn't give you any guidelines on it. You got to have guidelines on stuff. And, you know, I'm not asking for much. I'm not asking for a detailed table for something like that. Just tell me what's considered easy in this game to achieve, what's hard to achieve. So, that's all I need. So, I can look at it, eyeball it, and go, okay, go. I'm going to make it this. The Index Card RPG is great on that, too, because they tend to set whole scenes up with a target number. And you can change, and the the Game Master can change that target number on the fly with pluses or minuses. Which I think is great, because then, okay, that is intrinsic to the game. I can deal with that. So, this is why I like things like Savage Worlds so much because anything that'll streamline this, I'm for. And I will do. I think sometimes some games, I'm looking at you, 5th edition, I'm looking at you, Pathfinder. Well, Pathfinder just tends to complicate stuff. But, you know, 5th edition and other games like this, they streamline it. It seems like they streamline in the wrong places. And they kind of make up for it by complicating something else. In other words, the death saves in 5th edition. I'm never completely comfortable with that. Oh, you're down to zero hit points. Start making your death saves. No, 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 no. It's either negative 10 or negative your con, you're dead. Okay? I believe in bleeding out and things like that. And that gives you a small window, a very small window for somebody like the Cleric to to bind your wounds and stabilize you. Very small window. But it gives you a little window. I like the little window. That's as far as, I mean, I'm not, you know, you know zero hit points, you're dead. That's boring. I want to see you struggle for life a little. I want to see you... Work it. Try and save yourself. Come on. Come on, you can do it. You know, that kind of thing. You know, the clerk's over there. I go over there and, and bite his wounds. Okay, fine. He's good, you know. He's still down, but he's not gonna lose anymore. I usually make it like okay there is zero. Boom. You know, next next round he may get one hit point, but that's it. He can't stand up, he's not, you know, that and I like the way Savage Worlds does the uh you know one two, you know, shaking. shaken shaken to me, has always been. And I think this this goes for, for other players, too. Shaken has always been a source of confusion for my group because what is Shaken and how do you get out of it and things like that. But I think the new edition kind of clarifies that a little. So... Anyway, that's my love for for, uh, something other than class at level, and right now it's Savage Worlds. I've taken a resolution, an oath, this year, 2020, to be the year without fantasy. Which means, I am not going to GM any fantasy games. I'm not going to Game Master anything D&D or any of its permutations or clones. That doesn't mean I won't be playing in fantasy games. I mean, I've always, you know, somebody's always running a fantasy game. And uh, we got an astonishing swordsman campaign to, to, for Carlos to finish up and things like that. But I have vowed not to run any fantasy for a year and see how that works out. So I think I'm mainly going to be doing Gangbusters BX and Savage Worlds with so, some other things may mix in the mix. nice thing about Savage trolls is it's a generic system, so I can run a lot of stuff in it. So, But I won't be doing any fantasy stuff, which is weird because some of the modern stuff has fantasy, has magic in it. I was trying to avoid the magic thing, basically. I think I'll do a lot of pirates. I don't know. Anyway, I'm going to go start my day. So, if you want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar at gmail.com or you can Drop me a voicemail at Anchor. We are monetized so as little as 99 cents above month, you too can help support this program and I would thank you. Once again, thank you to Jonathan Dorje, Wendell Jessen, Oliver Shriek, Mark C. Walring, Gilbert Soros, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Daniel Reynolds, Dan Gregg, Benjamin Brodel, and we have a new supporter in John Allen Large of the Red Dice Diaries. Thank you so much. Thank you, John. Thank you, everybody. And don't forget Dan Griggs, the Young Grognard Podcast, Y-U-N-G, and Mark Walring's The Yawning Owlbear. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.